I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, your go-to podcast for reality TV, pop culture, mum life, and all things in between. We are back for another episode of Reality Mums, and I am right from the get-go going to add a little disclaimer. We've got a baby in the house having a bottle, and there is a strong chance there are sucking noises and gulping noises and burping noises that are coming through on this microphone. So apologies, Rochelle. It's not me. It's not you. It's not me gulping and burping. (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Oh, look, I'm good. I mean, Oliver was asleep, but clearly he wants to join in on the drama. There has just been so much going on in the world of reality TV. And I I did not have this on my bingo card, but Paris Hilton swooping in and showing us how to do reality TV successfully. It I didn't have that happening. I didn't have that being the talk of everything. So let's get started because we've got another 10 shows to get through and Paris in Love screening now on Hey You is what we want to talk about first. So tell me your thoughts. So it dropped the whole season. I think at once there's eight episodes, yes. which I love. I love it because I was looking for something else. I know that there's a lot on. Um, I like the last season. Really enjoyed the first season where she was getting married. This season is giving. It's got confused about everything. And it's got a cloned dog that's on the way. Like she is giving everything approaches the show. So there's like the way that she says everything, the way she talks about her life and her relationship with her mother and her sister, um, the way she talks about how she's been hounded about the paparazzi and all that sort of stuff, it's giving everything that I want from the Kardashians that I'm not getting. Yeah. The richness, she shows her money off, she shows the nanny. We never see the nannies on the Kardashians. And even the other week, I like the scene where Chloe was making the lunches and doing the parenting and all that sort of stuff. But we all know that really she is not making lunch every day. Why mm. not show her? Yeah. So exactly. I love it. Absolutely love it. It's weird. Like I've I've really loved it. I love seeing the mess in her house. I yep. love that Kathy has no filter. Um, yep. It's giving the authenticity but the same sort of content that Kardashians are trying to do. They're just doing it so much better. It's giving us the private life of a very public person, but it's exposing things we don't know. Whereas with the Kardashians, they're so overexposed that there's no, there's no surprises. So there's no entertainment to watching the show. Whereas this was entertaining to me. It's entertaining. And even her relationship with Carter and how there's a bit of friction between him and Kathy, I kind of like that. Mm. Chris appeared in it and like the nursery nursery wasn't ready because she had the baby in secret so she wanted no one even her staff to know her her mum didn't know her dad didn't know it the way that it's done is it seems so honest she's not hiding her wealth it's not like an ad for all of her products which I feel like Kardashians is becoming yeah or we're promoting Kim's legal career or something and it's just all Christian's apology to her or something this was so it come across and I know it's edited and I know that everything you know has to be run past them but it's it's very raw even the moments of Kathy she's so awkward with things she doesn't Mm. deal with confrontation she's constantly putting this lipstick on it's like a security blanket thing yeah 
Um, and I really like that she's not on Beverly Hills. She sh- works better in this series. I agree. I'm kind yeah. of picking up on some weird vibes and it's from the husband, mostly, Carter. I kind of feel like he's coming across as a bit of a life coach or a almost like a minder or a handler, the way that he talks to Paris. I don't know if I'm picking up something that's not there, but I I don't know. Like, And even the way Paris explains, like her real voice appears in this show. We get the deep real voice. And then like she explains that when she's nervous, whatever, her voice goes a lot higher, which is where we get that typical Paris voice. Just the way she communicates with him in this little baby voice. And I don't know. I don't know. I could be flagging something that's not there, but I'm feeling like maybe there's a bit of weirdness in this relationship that she's got with Carter. And then the the whole Kathy stuff, if you look at what's happened with Kyle, her sister, and the way that people talk about how Kathy interacts with them and what she's like with confrontation and how she's known for getting really angry. Can we expect a Kathy Hilton expose in the coming years? You know, are there secrets that are going to come out about her? I feel like after, especially after Aspen and the whole Lisa Rinna thing with the Kathy exploding in Aspen on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, is this just the start? I feel like it's a taste and they're going to be replaying episodes from Paris in Love later on down the track. I don't know. I I think the Carter thing, I feel like, Paris likes it. I feel like she likes feeling like she's being looked after by someone, that someone's yeah. got her back. Maybe in the past, and I don't know, but people have probably dated her because she's Paris Hilton and, you know, or for her money or for her celebrity. And I feel like that he's genuinely in the relationship. Sometimes it seems a little bit controlling, but they're husband and wife. Mm. And I think he's putting his foot down in that we're a family now. Your mum doesn't have a say on every single thing that we do. I like so that. I don't. I really see it in that negative kind of way I see that he's trying to establish that family of him and Paris and their kids yeah um but yeah it's really really delivering a lot more so we had the season finale of Kardashians so I think it's oh. just smashed that I thought about it. it was so boring I'll be honest I've spent three different occasions trying to watch the episode in full and I can't get through it I'm so bored there was Nothing happened. And that's like what I was saying before. They're just overexposed. There's nothing that we want to follow. Look at Paris in Love, eight episodes focusing on one person's life. We've got Kardashians, which is focusing on how many people? Like there are so many of them and it's kind of hard to engage with any of them and to care about what's going on. Even like Scott having his birthday party, it's like, "Mm." It's just, it was boring. It and was... I felt when it was the birthday party, we're still doing the Lord thing. The Lord thing was funny when Scott was like arrogant and like, you know, when he young. had that really arrogant boner and young. The Lord thing now, I'm like, oh, are we still doing it? Are we still no. forcing that? I feel like none of them have got a real genuine storyline because they're not wanting to expose themselves. Yeah. Um, it's so edited. And then even the Chris and Chloe going to the Blink 182 concert and they're like, we don't even know the songs. And I was like, just it just 
it doesn't sit well with me. The gender reveal was annoying when they were kissing the whole time when he was playing the drums. I just, I'm not interested. Yeah. And we, we know. No, no, it's mean, but I don't care. Paris has smashed it. When I saw that, I'm like, she is showing us what we want to see. Yeah. And Kardashians have not delivered. So I sent you a message when I was watching it, uh, something along the lines of, I feel like, because Paris and Kim were besties and Paris started with The Simple Life and then, you know, she had her sex tape, then Kim had her sex tape and then Kim went into reality TV and Paris has just sort of stood back, let whatever many years go by, like 20 years or whatever it's been, and then she's just swooped in at the end and gone, no, 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 no. You may have had your time on reality TV, but this is actually how it's done, darling. <laughs> and she's taken that that mantle away from Kim. And yeah, yeah. it's it's almost like a big like, no, no, no. No, darling. Yeah. And even when Kim was in the episode this week, she was saying, I can't believe it, guys. This is how did we get here? Well, we know how you we got know. there. It's been <laughs> exposed. Yeah, I just feel like it, they work hard. She does work hard, and I don't want to take that away from her. But how you got there is through the sex tape. That's so right. I don't. And how you've maintained it is through everything else. Like, well done for everything yeah. that you've done since the sex tape. You've proven that you're more than a sex tape. But that's how it started. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving Southern Charm. Are you still enjoying it? Yeah, I love Southern Charm. I was just watching it this morning, actually. I was re-watching last week's episode. I'm still yeah. team, um, team Craig. I'm just in love. Craig, <laughs> filling in the bar staff when they first get to Jamaica on, oh, well, he slept with her and then they were together, but they're not. Craig is hilarious. Craig organising the trip without first asking Paige and it was the trip for everyone to meet Paige was also quite funny. He took it so well her. when she said no. <laughs> I think he's used to it. Yeah. I don't love Taylor so she's, much. She's, she's coming spiraling. off as, yeah. And I know that she'd been through a bad breakup. Since then she has lost her brother, so I feel awful about that. But this was pre that. Yeah. And Olivia has yep. also lost a family member and she's not acting that way. I like Madison. She's good. Madison's really good she's, at the moment. I'm liking the energy that she's bringing and the conversations that she's starting. It's entertaining. I'd like to see a little bit more of Vanita. I think that she's a good character, but we don't see a lot of her. She sort of goes into the background a bit. I really want to see a little bit more of her because on Watch What Happens Live, she's great. Her fashion's good. Yeah. She's like Paige in the fashion area of things. I'd like to see a little bit more of her. And JT is like, he is very much in love with Taylor. I'm pretty sure my husband doesn't speak about me how he is speaking about Taylor. I know. It's it's intense, isn't it? He obviously has a huge crush on her. What did you think? (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying to burp a baby. (laughs) The grunting that must be coming through the audio. I do like JT though. He's really good. There's a lot of online chatter about him saying he's just the perfect cast, like cast member for this show. He's brought it. He's encouraged conversation. He's contributed. 
did you expect the six pack that was underneath that shirt when he was working out? He's like this fully ripped guy. I was not expecting that. Expecting it either. His relationship with his mum's a bit much, but maybe it's a sudden thing. I don't know. They all seem to really love their mums, which I'm okay with that. (laughs) I'm okay with being, um, yeah, with my boy being a mama's boy. (laughs) I'd fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, I felt like watching that dinner party. So we've got the dinner party at Kyle's house, which is the weed party. So they're eating edibles. They're picking what dose they're having of the the edibles. I just I find this so bizarre. It's such a 2023 thing to be happening. We've got ketamine parties happening or ketamine therapy happening. Oh. We've got weed parties. Like, wow. Anyway, um, seeing all those iconic women sitting around that table and having Denise Richards come back. We've got Camille Grammer. Is she still Camille Ga- Grammer Cynthia after Bale. she's changed? Oh, yes, yeah, Cynthia yeah. rocked up from Atlanta. We've got the new housewife. I feel like we were watching The Last Supper. Like, you know that iconic, <laughs> the Jesus in the middle and then you've got all of the disciples. I felt like this moment was an iconic episode and you've got Sutton and Kyle going at it away from the table and then coming back. Uh, I'm just living for Beverly Hills right now. It's so good. And there's a lot of Morgan content now. So Morgan Wade has entered the chat and it's like, I'm finding it so icky. I feel like I'm sitting in on a date with two, you know, young women who are all over each other. I just, I know they're like, oh, we're just friends, we're just friends, but they're so gooey and it's weird. Well, it's more Kyle. I'm not Mm. getting the vibes from Morgan. I'm getting the giddy, giggly schoolgirl vibes from Kyle. Morgan's attractive. I'll give Mm. her that. Like she attractive. She or is she a they? We need to probably check her pronouns. But Morgan is a very attractive person. Kyle is giving like schoolgirl crush vibes. And yeah. then when she speaks to she is done. You can tell that she is done. She can't stand the sight of him. Anything he says, she just seems disgusted, like she does not want to be around him. Mm. And he keeps calling her bean. I've never heard this in other seasons. And oh, all really? of a sudden every episode her bean a thousand times. Is this a new thing or have you I've heard not this picked before? up on that? I didn't even know that. You know that scene where she showed him the tattoo in his office? I saw someone post about that scene online saying that this has been reshot because the tattoo is healed. It's not reset enough. So it's like it's lost its redness and whatever. Like it's it's an existing tattoo that she's showing him, so it's not recent. And that this scene was most likely reshot to give context to a storyline. So that's just interesting little tidbit that I saw online. I mean, we know that they reshoot scenes. Vanderpump does it all the time. They all do it. But um, yeah, yeah. The um, the dinner party was wild. Denise was she on something? She didn't. She had zero THC because there's a few people that weren't doing the edibles at all. Garcelle didn't want anything. Yeah. Denise didn't want anything. But Denise seemed like she was already tipsy, quite she was tipsy. Under the influence coming in. of something. 
I don't know what it was, but she was definitely under the influence of something. She was messy. Yeah, really messy. But we liked it. Too. But it was sort of a little bit awkward to watch yeah. in some parts. When she was talking to Erica, pulling faces and, yeah. But it's it's delivering. Beverly Hills is very good at the moment and I'm enjoying it. I am liking that Erica is a little bit out of the drama. Other seasons she has been right in the middle of everything. It's been all about her. She's taking a bit of a back seat, but she's still there. So it's good. Yeah. She's she's good as a commentator because she's really good at yes. summarising what's going on and she's very witty about it. So it's making her it's- more enjoyable to watch. I love it. Uh, Winter House is still going. I'm enjoying it. You are not so much. We've sort of I just touched feel- on it. I tried to watch it the other day and to be honest I don't think I got through it but I'm just I'm watching them flip all their cups and drink and I just feel like I'm too old for this like I feel like I've turned up to some young person's party and I'm sitting there wondering when it's okay for me to leave <laughs> and whether, you know what I mean like I'm just yeah. I'm I'm feeling like an old bystander rather than being all that invested in what's happening on the screen I'm enjoying it I'm still finding it a little bit too below deck heavy. Malia and Riley, and I sort of, I forgot that Riley was even still in the house. Malia kissed a girl this week, but then Alex went on to flirt with that girl after just having sex with Danielle. Alex, I know that when we had Katie on, she said he's a lovely guy and he might be. The edit that he's being given is that he is a creep. Yeah, and I don't really like yeah. saying it, but then he it goes to the next scene where he's talking, talking about someone getting into their onesie, and he's like, "Oh, I like the view." It's the way he says it. Yeah, it seems it's not good for me. It's so gross. I'm not loving. <laughs> and I wanted to like him. I liked him on Below Deck. He was really good on Below Deck, and he probably yeah. didn't have enough of an opportunity to shine because the people that he was up against were so. Um. You know, that was so dramatic. There were other storylines that took over his, whereas now he's really become the storyline. And unfortunately for him, it's taking a turn where it's like you're not coming across in a good light. It's not very nice. I don't know. I don't like it. But then we've had Tom and Katie. They were rolling around, pashing on the bathroom floor, which if Garcelle heard, did you remember when Amanda was saying that um, Garcelle doesn't like her because she wore no shoes in the bathroom. Well, Katie and Tom were on the floor. <laughs> so I'd be happy about that. But they were, and then uh, Aisha just walked in and did a wee. Yeah. That Aisha was a zero. <laughs> like I would open the door and, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. And then go, there's obviously other bathrooms in the house. Mm. I don't know. I find that a bit yucky too. Then um, they do the football thing at the end. Amanda gets hit with the football. Casey's sunbaking in the snow. I did laugh at the timing of her being hit in the head. That was fantastic. I love watching people get hurt. There's something about people falling over and getting hit. I I feel bad for them. My husband sometimes sends me videos and I'm like, I don't like when people get hurt. I don't want to see it. I feel sorry for them. (laughs) I think because I... I can't catch. So I really do feel I've been there with the ball. So maybe it's that. And I'm a little bit uncoordinated. So being there, maybe I'm in some of these videos and I don't want to see myself. That could be it. But, yeah, that's happened. 
And otherwise, but I am enjoying, I'm still enjoying it. I don't feel like I'm, I feel old watching it because I obviously I'm not out there playing beer pong and then drinking during the day and coming home, having dress up parties and yeah, but I still enjoy watching it. I just think that they need to focus on a little bit more of a core group, maybe have one party a season where you've got other people coming in, but having new people every single week coming and going is getting a little bit confusing. It's too much. Moving on now, sticking with the snow to Salt Lake, Salt Lake city. Um, Really, all I've got to say about Salt Lake is it's still killing it. It's been so solid this entire season. I really want them to go to Bermuda. I just want to know what has happened with Monica and Heather in this phone call. Like they've really drawn the tension out on this perfectly. I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens there. We've got some explosive bites that are going to happen in Bermuda. I think Whitney tells Heather to shut the fuck up. We've got Whitney who's already, I mean, she just lost her friend. Her friend had died um, in the days before, but she's had a explosive fight with Lisa Barlow at an event. And I was, I was team Lisa in that fight. Like Lisa was trying to defuse. She wasn't doing anything to try and make it worse. And I think Whitney just was spiraling at that point. She's so early in her grief for her good friend who'd passed away, she, you know, she was just taking it out on Lisa, I think. I hope, I hope that, you know, that's not more than that and that it becomes a bigger thing throughout. Um, Yeah, but it's just, it's still giving. I'm still loving it. What do you think? Have you been keeping up with it? Yeah, I enjoy it. I'm watching it every week. I felt really sorry for Whitney with her friend passing away and I know that she wanted to show up for the party to support her friend and she said that that's what her friend would have wanted. I feel like it's a classic example, though, of maybe it was a little bit too soon and she might have been better off sending some flowers or sending something and saying, I'm so sorry, I'm dealing with this. It was only a few days because then how she came across at the party, there was a scene. And unless you can guarantee that you're not going to do that sort of thing, she probably shouldn't have gone. Yeah. And I don't think that Lisa was intentionally being mean And I kind of understand that Lisa not wanting to walk up to someone saying, oh, my God, I'm so sorry about your friend, and then she doesn't want to upset her. Correct. Maybe a hug could be there or I don't want to upset you, but I'm sorry. She could have sort of said that. So I feel like there was a little bit on both sides. I felt awful for Whitney, for her friend, but I feel like sometimes Whitney is reaching for a storyline. Yeah. Like she wants that scene. Yeah. It's really hard and watching. Mean. Yeah, the the stuff with her and the husband, like they're obviously not in a great place. And they went on um, Meredith's podcast with her husband, you know, talking about their relationship. She forgot to record the first one. <laughs> Sounds like <We're>, us. Yeah, <laughs> we've all been there. Fine. <laughs> Making a podcast is not as easy as it looks. Everyone's got one, but it's, it takes it takes effort. And Meredith has figured that out. You got to hit the record button. Yeah, yeah. But yeah there's there's trouble. There's trouble in the relationships in the marriages, which I always find a little bit uncomfortable to watch. But it is part mm-hmm. of what they signed up for, and it it's a representation of real life. Like people have ups and downs in their marriages. Not everyone is perfect. And so 
it's not that we like to see it, but it's good to see some real content and some real real life scenarios being shown instead of, you know, these contrived dinner parties and things like that. Like we we want the real. We want to connect. Yeah. And if they weren't if they weren't sharing, we'd be saying you're on a reality show, you should be sharing. So they are sharing it. Yeah. I am enjoying the season. I'm also enjoying Below Deck. I, um, Captain Sandy, you know I'm not a big Captain Sandy fan, but her docking this week in that tight little Portovino dock, that was amazing. She's doing really well. I don't mind Sandy this season. It's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite enjoying her. I like Max. He's so needy for positive reinforcement. It's amazing. Mm. I, I think he's so funny. He's good. He's, he's a good star. character. Yes. Yeah, he is. There's a new girl, Lily, who's come on board, and I'm not 100% sure on her yet. No. And there was a lady who was a charter guest this week who only eats her eggs inside or something. There was some weird thing happening with her. Yeah, she thinks the outside air makes eggs taste different. Like, What? <laughs> And it was funny how they say it's just a rich person being obnoxious, like they call it out. Yeah. The chef, in his defence for Natalia, is annoying me a bit. She's off the boat now. It's time to move on. But then we see in the flash forward, I don't know if it's this week, but she's coming back again. Yeah. She's like a dog in that one. It looks like. Go, babe. Yeah, I know. Like, go. You've left the boat. Why do you have to come back? I feel like. She is that type of friend or person who just wouldn't be able to let something go. They'd always be interjecting themselves into things. And yeah. the drama just looks like it's just going to keep going. Like it's it's a mess this season. <laughs> it's a clear mess. But it's good. It's good. And I'm enjoying it. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I watched the Watch What Happens live panel of the Below Deck people and Kyle sort of comes to her and apologises for everything and sort of wants to move on but she fires back up again. What he did wasn't right, but at some point you've either got to move on or or you've got to get over it. You can't keep going. And they're in the same industry. If you've got two people that cannot work together, you're going to lose mm. some opportunities. And I, I think you need to, especially in this space, you've got to have a thick skin and you have to learn to forgive a little bit. Yeah. Now, someone who's not going to... Um, forgive anytime soon, and I think rightly so, is Gertie on Real Housewives of Miami. So we've we've progressed further in the season now. Um, Not only have we got Larsa Pippen telling everybody about Gertie's diagnosis and having the worst reaction to being told that your friend has cancer in the history of people being told that their friend has cancer, um, she's now trying to imply that it's not real, like she's questioning the validity of it and doubling down on that. Um, Gertie has every right to be absolutely ropeable. This is the sort of thing for me where I would cut this person out of my life and have nothing to do with them. She's contractually bound to have interactions with Larsa Pippen, which I really feel for Gertie that she has to do that because what a toxic thing to deal with on top of all the toxic things physically that are happening to your body um it's just disgusting to me um we've got the the ketamine therapy coming into this week's episode so 
uh, Adriana, so ketamine therapy, ketamine is a horse tranquilizer for anybody that doesn't know, but over in America, it seems that ketamine therapy is a thing you can do where a doctor uh, administers it intravenously to you. And then you basically go on a little trip. You, It's, I suppose, like an acid trip that it gives the patient. And then they talk through it. So maybe like a psychiatrist or something is the one administering it. Um, they do it here. I've heard of ketamine oh, really? here for pain. Yeah. yeah. So somebody that I know has had, well, not that I know, but I've seen they've had um, on Instagram ketamine therapy for treatment for pain with fibromyalgia and um, endometriosis pain. Oh, okay. Well, so you go. they I do use it. Know. In, but I've never seen it used in that sort of, it, this was in a hospital sort of thing. This was kind of looked like a day spa. Almost. Yeah. It was a very and different set. Julia sat there while Adriana had it and it went from just being she's floating and she's sort of giggling and then she's seeing dead relatives, bawling her eyes out. It was really emotional. Um, Julia was crying watching her. It was so intense. I was welling up yeah. watching it going, oh, my God, like that really went dramatic real quick. Yeah. But insane. Yeah, I that- would not do yeah. Like, Would you do it? Um, No. I'd be too embarrassed about what I was going to say. That's why I won't get, what's it called when they hypnotise you? What would come out of my yeah. mouth? No, or I'm acting like a chicken or something. Exactly. Don't. <laughs> yeah, we're not. I mean, you're the Pete Evans. I'm too. Class, but we're not going, we're not going to ever get, Um, what's it called? What we were just saying. See, this is the mumbra. I've had no sleep. What's it called? Ketamine. Hypnotized. Oh, hypnotized. Literally, the or thing ketamine. we're talking about, I can't remember the word. What is going on? <laughs> um, on Lhasa, I, she is awful. She's what an oncologist now saying, should she be even drinking with cancer? <laughs> what is going on with her this season? I don't like her, and if she's going to continue down this path, I don't want her back next season. She is being an awful person, an awful friend. The way that she's speaking about the cancer, it's very, very dis- disrespectful, mm. and I don't enjoy it. And why is Michael Jordan's – what's the son's name? Is his son named Michael Marcus. too? Marcus. Marcus. Why is he in every scene with her? I know. It's like he, that Instagram, you know, that filter where there's the clip at the back of them, you know, it's like a cartoon <laughs> filter. It's him, just the background in every scene. But why do you have to be here? Some of the husbands have been in, but he's in every scene with her. I loved the reaction of the producer when they were doing their little podcast because they've decided they need a podcast for their own voice. And they cut to a photo yeah. of the producer or footage of the producer rolling her eyes and I'm just like, <laughs> you and everyone else, babe. Yeah, because they kept going back. They couldn't get it right. They couldn't work out what they were saying. It was, I'm just, I'm really not enjoying Lassa this season. I've never loved Lassa, but definitely she's being awful and it's not great. Mm. Uh, The other two uh, things that are going on at the moment are Married to Medicine. Last week was good. It was the wedding. It's been a bit of a slow season, but Dr. Greg got married to Sweet Tea, who was 23 younger, twenty-three years younger than him. Um, mm. Phaedra had asked Quad to the Bachelorette. There was drama. Dr. Heavenly 
was uninvited to the wedding. So there was it was heating up. Mm. And now this week I've watched this episode. It's sort of come down a bit again. At your recommendation, so you I watched it? it. I watched last week and I was like, Rochelle is onto something here. It's really good. And Phaedra was really funny. I remembered you saying that she didn't have the humour yeah. that she normally brings. Oh, she cracked some joke. They were laughing at the wedding programming and saying that it looked like a funeral oh, program. Like a funeral. That was hilarious. And then someone was saying that she was trying to t- um, take over from the bride with her outfit and she's like, I'm married to Jesus. And, oh, it was just, it was funny as. I'm like, this is awesome. And then I've sat down to watch it today and I'm like, is this the same show? Because I'm, I'm a bit bored. Yeah. It's back to being boring. Same with Potomac. I really love Potomac. Mm. The Robin drama is annoying me. She's defending Juan who is the, I don't know, he's the player from the Himalayas or whatever that can, Candace called him last week at the pickleball. <laughs> that was The pickleball tournament was entertaining. Robin, uh, not Robin, what's her name? Was Karen was trying to bring everybody together to play pickleball, even the husbands. But then this big fight has broken out within the two Nigerian women who is Wendy and I can't remember the other lady's name. Mm. And there's this talking about um, which witchcraft, like having a shrine, shrine, which is obviously important in their traditions or whatever that they have. I don't really know what's going on. And I don't, I don't care. No, it's. So it's sort of taking up this whole storyline. Yeah. And the other thing I've noticed as well is Giselle, it it feels like Giselle's trying to give too much and she's trying too hard. It's, it's not, it's just coming across as really forced. Like people are trying to make entertainment where it's not there. And just, I'm bored with it. If I find myself on my phone scrolling, I know that it hasn't grabbed me and it's not, I just can't even get through an episode of Potomac. See, I get through it, but I have it on in the background. I'm not paying attention to it. Mm. I really like Candace and I find her fast with her shade and the way her commentary. And I feel like even this season, she's a little bit more toned down. Mm. Having this new lady come in, I can't remember her name. She's Ashley's friend. To have the drama centred around her and Wendy, I'm not loving. And Mia, she keeps talking about their the marriage is breaking down and there's some drama with their business and they're owed money and, yeah, I don't know. She's opening up but I'm, it's not delivering for me. No, it's a bit flat. It'll be, it'll be good to just finish it up. I'm done for a bit with that one, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's all our shows. Anyway, we've got through them. Everything we got. Oh, there's a lot. And this little man has stayed asleep through all the grunting. And God, he makes a lot of noise. Keeps me awake all night because I think he needs to get up. He's just grunting and rolling around. Oh, he's active. Mm, Very. But anyway. Uh, now there's Your no record this Friday. So we've, done, we've done our record on a Tuesday this week. You've got a birthday party this Friday or birthday for Scarlett. Happy birthday to Scarlett. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck yes. with that. And you had Violet. That's right. Violet's, Violet's birthday party. party was on Sunday. So I'm basically living on leftover cheese sandwiches, cut up fruit and chocolate right now. I'm just emptying the fridge of all of the stuff that came home from the party. 
tis the season. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Whatever's easiest, especially with a newborn. But your tree looks amazing in the background there. Oh, thank you. My tree is very beautiful. The elf came back and redid it because the girls put it up, the girls decorated it, and then it magically was decorated differently the next day by the elf. Who would have thought? Handy. Handy. Our (laughs) elf fell off the wall this morning, so he's laying on the ground. (laughs) He didn't stick Our elf left a passive-aggressive note saying, clean up your mess. (laughs) Oh, good. What's yours name? Uh, Snickers. We've got Elroy. Love it. Oh, elf on the shelf. We love it. All right, I'll let you go. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Thank you so much day. for chatting. We'll talk to you next week. Chatting. Bye-bye. Okay. Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of lands and waters that this podcast is recorded on.